Section five of Ornaments and Jade by Arthur Macon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chuck Williamson. Ornaments and Jade by Arthur Macon. Section five. The Ceremony. From her childhood, from those early and misty days which began to seem unreal, she recollected the grey stone in the wood. It was something between the pillar and the pyramid in shape, and its grey solemnity amidst the leaves and the grass, shone and shone from those early years, always with some hint of wonder. She remembered how, when she was quite a little girl, she had strayed one day, on a hot afternoon, from her nurse's side, and only a little way in the wood, the grey stone rose from the grass, and she cried out and ran back in panicked terror. "'What a silly little girl,' the nurse had said. "'It's only the—' stone she had quite forgotten the name that the servant had given and she was always ashamed to ask as she grew older but always that hot day that burning afternoon of her childhood when she had first looked consciously on the gray image in the wood remained not a memory but a sensation the wide woods swelling like the sea, the tossing of the bright boughs in the sunshine, the sweet smell of the grass and flowers, the beating of the summer wind upon her cheek, the gloom of the underglade, rich and distinct, gorgeous, significant as old tapestry. She could feel it and see it all, and the scent of it was in her nostrils. And in the midst of the picture, where the strange plants grew gross in shadow, was the old grey shape of the stone. But there were in her mind broken remnants of another and far earlier impression. It was all uncertain, the shadow of a shadow, so vague that it might well have been a dream that had mingled with the confused waking thoughts of a little child. She did not know that she had remembered. She rather remembered the memory. But again, it was a summer day, and a woman, perhaps the same nurse, held her in her arms and went through the wood. The woman carried bright flowers in one hand, the dream had in it a glow of bright red and the perfume of cottage roses. Then she saw herself put down for a moment on the grass, and the red color stained the grim stone, and there was nothing else, except that one night she woke up and heard the nurse sobbing. 
she often used to think of the strangeness of very early life one came it seemed from a dark cloud there was a glow of light but for a moment and afterwards the night it was as if one gazed at a velvet curtain heavy mysterious impenetrable blackness and then for the twinkling of an eye one spied through a pinhole a storied town that flamed with fire about its walls and pinnacles and then again the folding darkness so that sight became illusion almost in the seeing so to her was that earliest doubtful vision of the gray stone of the red color spilled upon it with the incongruous episode of the nursemaid who wept at night but the later memory was clear she could feel even now the inconsequent terror that sent her away shrieking running to the nurse's skirts afterwards through the days of girlhood the stone had taken its place amongst the vast array of unintelligible things which haunt every child's imagination it was part of life to be accepted and not questioned her elders spoke of many things which she could not understand she opened books and was dimly amazed and in the bible there were many phrases which seemed strange indeed she was often puzzled by her parents conduct by their looks at one another by their half words and amongst all these problems which she hardly recognized as problems was the gray ancient figure rising from dark grass some semi-conscious impulse made her haunt the wood where shadow enshrined the stone one thing was noticeable that all through the summer months the passers-by dropped flowers there withered blossoms were always on the ground amongst the grass and on the stone fresh blooms constantly appeared from the daffodil to the michaelmas daisy there was marked the calendar of the cottage gardens she had seen sprays of juniper and box mistletoe and holly once she had been drawn through the bushes by a red glow as if there had been fire in the wood and when she came to the place all the stone shone and all the ground about it was bright with roses in her eighteenth year she went one day into the wood carrying with her a book that she was reading she hid herself in a nook of hazel and her soul was full of poetry when there was a rustling the rapping of parted boughs returning to their place her concealment was but a little way from the stone and she peered through the net of boughs and saw a girl timidly approaching she knew her quite well 
it was annie dolben the daughter of a laborer lately a promising pupil at sunday school annie was a nice-mannered girl never failing in her curtsy wonderful in her knowledge of the jewish kings her face had taken an expression that whispered that hinted strange things there was a light and a glow behind the veil of flesh and in her hand she bore lilies the lady hidden in hazels watched annie come close to the gray image for a moment her whole body palpitated with expectation almost the sense of what was to happen dawned upon her she watched annie crown the stone with flowers she watched the amazing ceremony that followed and yet in spite of all her blushing shame she herself bore blossoms to the wood a few months later she laid white hothouse lilies upon the stone and orchids of dying purple and crimson exotic flowers having kissed the gray image with devout passion she performed there all the antique immemorial rite End of section 5